its mission and its passion over the horizon. What can it be? The pilgrims sailed the sea to find a place to call their own. In their ship Mayflower, they hoped to find a better home. They finally knocked on Plymouth Rock, and someone said, "We're there." It may not look like home, but at this point, I don't care. Oh, they were missing Mother England. They swore their loyalty until the very end. Anything you say, King, it's okay, King. You know it's kind of scary on your own. Gonna build a new land the way we planned. Could you help us run it till it's grown? Planted corn, you know they built their houses one by one, and bit by bit they worked until the colonies were done. They looked around, yeah, up and down, and someone said, "Hooray!" If the king could only see us now, he would be proud of us today. <laughs> they knew that now they'd run their own land. But George the Third still vowed he'd rule them to the end. Anything I say, do it my way now. Anything I say, do it my way. Don't you get to feeling independent? 'Cause I'm gonna force you to obey. He taxed their property. He didn't give them any choice. And back in England, he didn't give them any voice. That's called taxation without representation, and it's not fair. But when the colonies complained, the king said, "I don't care." He even has the nerve to tax our cup of tea. To put it kindly, King, we really don't agree. Gonna show you how we feel. We're gonna dump this tea. Turn this harbor into the biggest cup of tea in history. They wanted no more mothering land. They knew the time had come for them to take command. It's very clear you're being unfair, King. No matter what you say, we won't obey. Gonna hold a revolution now, King, and we're gonna run it all away with no more King. We're gonna elect a president. No more King. He's gonna do what the people want. No more King. We're gonna run things our way. No more King. Nobody's gonna tell us what to do. Rocking and rolling, swishing and splashing over the horizon. What can it be? Looks like it's going to be a free country. Back for episode number eight. And if you don't know what fucking schoolhouse rock is, you need to fucking learn. <laughs> Man, does that bring back some memories? <laughs> no doubt. How things going there, Shooter Dan? Uh. I know we're having a serious lack of energy tonight, so it's probably going to be a little bit more of a calm podcast than the last one, where we got kind of a uh, crazy. Long pause, buddy. Long pause. Uh, we got a lot ahead for you tonight. I hope. Do, Do we? Some reviews. Yeah, we're gonna review uh, the gun that I carry just about every day. The Caltech P11. If y'all don't know what it is, Sweet. it's a little uh, nine millimeter. It's light. I'll talk about it later. So, Boy, this is uh... how, how bad did you um, nostalgic? Nostalgia when you saw that or, or when you heard that Schoolhouse Rock clip yesterday. We was going through YouTube videos yesterday and we came across it. What the hell's that clicking? <laughs> anyway, and it, it just took me way back to my childhood and how cool that damn a whole Schoolhouse Rock series was. Mm-hmm. The I got a see so we could have played the I got a bill one, but everybody remembers that one. I even found one that I forgot all about. It's called Tyrannosaurus Debt. You ever seen that one? Yep. God, dog it. They were talking about this stuff back in the seventies, and we're dating ourselves a little bit. But the one of the things that I remember most 
I grew up in the in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and and I remember being about eight years old when the seventeen seven or the bicentennial of our country was there, the two hundred year anniversary. Yeah, it was How, a real exciting time. Yeah, it was a big deal, Especially man. Especially in Charleston. Was it in Charleston too? Yeah. See, I wasn't. I was still in Atlanta at that time. Yeah, it was big in Charleston. I remember going downtown uh, Charleston with my grandfather and riding the bicentennial train and getting all kinds of goodies and shit. Really? Yeah. It, I just remember it was. I mean, it the whole revolution thing fascinated me even back then. You know, as a kid, because it was everywhere. The two hundred year anniversary I mean, coming up. How often do you see a bicentennial? I know. Every 200 years. <laughs> Damn. We were lucky to see one. Though. I know, especially as a kid. And I and sometimes I wonder, like, other people in our age group, you know, um, that they – is that why this country right now is going – experiencing some of the things that we're experiencing? Because, man, we all have a, a deep, a deep um, appreciation for the founding fathers and for you know the revolution and it, sometimes I wonder if a lot of the stuff that's going on is because of people you know just like us and maybe a little older that remember that time it was ingrained in us in school I remember going to school learning about it that almost that whole school year I even had the the spirit of '76 lunchbox and thermos baby that's <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget your kiss poster oh man when kiss came out with that uh spirit of 76 poster hell yeah that was cool i know if y'all know what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people listening went around for the bicentennial yeah good it luck to be. you yeah i know and i wonder like after that was over you know and the people in a generation like now that came after us i don't think they really appreciate it as much you know I remember having bicentennial, all those bicentennial coins that came out. That was a big deal in '76, yeah. you know. Yep, I remember those coins. Yeah, candy coins, regular coins, yeah, all kinds of shit. Flags. Oh, the flags! And, and at that time, I remember my aunt, my aunt Libby. She uh, she got into a, like, I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's like ceramics, but she would have to paint them, hand paint them. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And she did all kinds of like yeah, yeah, figurines yeah. of the yeah. Everybody was doing all the, everything. It was just like a mad uh, fair of everybody yeah. doing everything bicentennial because it's such a big deal. Uh, yeah, it was. And even after July Fourth of that year, it was like it just it 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 never died down that whole year. It was awesome. And like I said, sometimes I wonder, you know, you got these Glenn Becks out there that talk about the Founding Fathers. He grew up during that same time period. He has to remember as a kid and nostalgia back and go, wow, you know. And I think that our our um, government indoctrination centers, aka the public school system, they don't <laughs> they don't teach it the way it the way no, they did. They got to get in their heads you gotta remember though in 76 government's gotta get the claws in them in 76 it was only about eight years after the creation of the um uh department of education where you know the federal government hadn't been able to get down and micromanage the curriculum in every little school yet you know they don't even say the pledge of allegiance anymore do they no no yeah i remember having to say the pledge of allegiance every day every day (laughs) You know, I didn't like it back then. I was like, oh, I got, you know, but, but it was fun. It was, you're looking back, you go, man, it really made you appreciate what a lot of people sacrifice for us to have, you know, the things that we have now, just like that schoolhouse rock video, you know, when it, when he, when he, when he blew the raspberry at King George, this shit was awesome. I remember yeah. as a kid on Saturdays watching that, just laughing. You love King George. Don't you? No, man. <laughs> I tell you right now, I hated that king and that cartoon. If y'all ain't seen it, go to YouTube and watch it. And I'm telling you, King George is one of the most foul-looking little cartoon creatures I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and for y'all that are our age, y'all will probably remember it. Yeah, go check out the zombie fucking King George. <laughs> That's what third. he was. And But then I started looking at it and all the stuff, you know. The, oh, we can post a picture of him, can't we? Huh? Yeah, maybe I can get a screenshot of that. Maybe. Thanks for putting the pressure on. (laughs) (laughs) 
But uh, I tell you, what was I going to say? Oh, the, you know, like in that in that video when they start talking about the, you know, they had no way to to redress the king and he wouldn't listen to him and they was like, you know, you will obey now and he came over and I was like thinking to myself, man, that's a lot of what's going on right now with our uh, own government. I like the part was like calling no more king. No more king. Yeah. <laughs> and, but we have a bunch of kings. I think there's 550 of 50. Hold on. Oh, shit. We got 550 oligarchs sitting up in Congress right now. I don't remember exactly how many it is. I'm looking it up. Give me a minute. Yeah, it was a... Uh, what, 550 kings? And one monkey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh boy! No, everybody don't take that the wrong way. We love monkeys. <laughs> and I got. I was thinking about that new Planet of the Apes movie. Now, you know, if y'all listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, it, last two podcasts, all he's talked about was that Planet of the Apes movie. And make want to go see it. It makes you want to go is, see is it. Damn spike again. Yeah, we, we're having some kind of click in our sound. We're going to figure it out. I'm looking for the... the oh, here it, is. here it is. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know which one it is, I'm going to have to give my dad credit on this one. Uh-oh. Yeah. Don't Chuck, do it. Chuck D's daddy, Charlie D. <laughs> Can I say it? <laughs> A.K.A. General Buck Naked. <laughs> A.K.A. General <laughs> Buck Naked. How's that brush hanging there, Mister <laughs> Daniels? <laughs> no, no, you got it all wrong. You got, you got it all wrong. Uh, all right, you, you got, <laughs> I'm gonna loud my dad out right now. <laughs> oh. Yes, he is. Oh lordy, he um. Should I loud him out? Yeah. Please inform inform the people of his his the magnificent and infamous nut brush. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lordy Lord, I don't want to go there. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah, y'all can figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first off, he sent me this email. He thought I would. Uh, Get a kick out of, and I don't know if y'all know who Charlie Reese is. He wrote for the Orlando Sentinel. You're really good. He was a journalist for over 49 years, and this was his last column that he wrote. And I don't know if any of y'all had a chance to ever read it, but and I and I, and I'll read some of the highlights. I ain't gonna read it all to you, but what I really liked is towards the end of it. Charlie Reese says that politicians are the only people in the world who create problems. And then campaign against those problems. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, in a lot hey, of businesses and they're all over the place. Have you ever wondered if both the Democrats and the Republicans are against deficits, right? They're both against deficits. Why do we have deficits? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever wondered if all the politicians are against inflation and high taxes? Well, why do we have inflation and high taxes? You and I don't propose the federal budget. The president does. You and I don't have the constitutional authority to vote on appropriations. Only the House of Representatives does. Go watch that zombie fuck Tom Hartman and you'll know why. <laughs> we'll, get to, we'll get to Mr. Hartman in a second. All right. All right. You and I don't write the tax code. Congress does. You and I don't set fiscal policy. Congress does. You and I don't control monetary policy. The Federal Reserve Bank does. 100 senators, right? Mm -hmm. 435 congressmen, one president, and nine Supreme Court justices equates to 545 human beings out of the over 300 million of us are directly, legally, morally, and individually responsible for the domestic problems that plague this country. Right? Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I, he stuck uh, his head in his phone again, <laughs> yo. <laughs> but so out, out of all the congressmen, 
up there, the senators, the justices, there's 545 human beings that, that have absolute um, jurisdiction over the policies in America, right? And how come that we have the problems that we have? You know, you mean to tell me that out of these 545 human beings that are over the 350 million of us out here, that they just can't figure this shit out. You know, it seems real simple. And, uh, you know, we were able to watch the uh, the uh, Republican debate. So we're recording here on Friday night. And the, the, the Republican debate happened on Thursday night. I guess it was last night. <clears throat> Which I got to talk to you about that because we got rid of our... our cable tv or direct tv you know and it's been quite kind of a challenge to 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 watch some of these things just leave them alone he's fucking with me <laughs> this is like you're fucking with him Daddy, <laughs> he's fucking with his dog jesse james <laughs> oh now this is gonna get interesting he excluded in this article. He excluded the members of the Federal Reserve because that problem was created back in 1913, and delegated its uh, Congress delegated its constitutional duty to provide a sound currency to a federally chartered but private central bank. Now this is all coming. This is Charlie Reese's last, his very last article that he ever wrote. So I mean, it was kind of like he had nothing to lose, so he just came out with it, you know. Right. Of course, he ex- uh, he excludes all the special interests and lobbyists for a sound reason. They have no legal authority. They have no ability to coerce a senator, a congressman, or a president to do one cotton-picking thing. I don't care if they offer a politician a million dollars in cash. The politician has the power to accept or reject it. No matter what the lobbyist promises, it is the legislator's responsibility to determine how he votes. You know, those 545 human beings... <clears throat> spend much of their energy convincing you that what they did is not their fault. <laughs> How, and that's the God's honest truth if you think about it. That They spend their time telling you that it ain't their fault, but they did it. Yep. They cooperate in this common con game regardless of party. Uh, just like when they made corporations uh, equal to a person? All right, Mitt Romney. <laughs> Boy, old old Mitt stuck his foot in his mouth by saying that. It actually is true. So I don't know why you know the media has jumped all over it. The Supreme Court's ruled that corporations are considered people. Yeah, I wish they would. Uh, and take that, that change that rule. I wish they would too, and maybe they will. Maybe we can, you know. It's a big part of our problem. But we can't redress the grievances to 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 the power players that be. It's like King George. He don't. They don't. <laughs> he don't care. He no. Gives us a big fat raspberry. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna continue because he, he writes all kind kinds of stuff in here. But one of the things is that says that uh, if the tax code is unfair, it's because they want it unfair. If the budget is in the red, it's because they want it in the red. If the army and marines are in Iraq and Afghanistan, it's because they want them in. Iraq and Afghanistan. Boy, don't they. I know. you got to protect those poppy fields. Hell yeah, you can't cut the throat of America's freaking blood and money. No, and you got, you got hey, here, here you go, people. Where's the helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> but the you got to remember this, that 90% of the poppy or heroin production that is, goes on in the world is coming from Afghanistan, and we got troops right there guarding those poppy fields. Oh, yeah. You know, we've heard through uh, a certain... Uh, it's like one of the top um, um, money-making money making institutions in America. Exactly. And they are funneling... Well, right now, how can I put this? We've got it on good authority. We can't divulge our secrets. <laughs> but Russia has a very big heroin problem at the moment. Uh-huh. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all put that, put that together. A lot um, of crazy shit going on. What? Did, what? Are you, we got some more there? Yeah, just a little bit. I'll, I'm gonna get on back down to one more. He rants on about you know that Congress has the power to change all these problems. They don't do it. They don't do it because they don't want to do it. They love the status quo, basically. You know, 
and I got to talk to y'all about. I am personally having an issue right now with the IRS, so this really strikes home to me. <clears throat> but uh, if you, <laughs> this is how can I put? I'm going to tie this back into that damn schoolhouse rock. <laughs> Okay, because he the the people were mad because he was taxing everything, and the king was getting all the money, and then he started taxing the tea, and it was enough, and they threw the tea in the in the freaking thing in the in the in the harbor harbor. Thanks, I'm mad. <laughs> then they go up. You know, they had enough. The, when are we going to have enough? You know, because here's here's the mantra of most politicians: taxes land, taxes bed. Tax the table at which he's fed. <laughs> taxes tractor, taxes mule. Teach him taxes are the rule. You know, <laughs> taxes work and taxes pay. He works for peanuts anyway. Taxes cow and taxes goat. Taxes plants, taxes coat. Taxes ties and taxes shirt. Taxes work and taxes dirt. Taxes tobacco. Taxes drink. Tax him if he tries to think. <laughs> Shit. It's true. It is. Taxes cigars and taxes beers. If he cries, fucking tax him tears. <laughs> Come on. Where's it at, man? What? And it goes on and on. Now, here we go. It says, but when you're gone, I, I skipped ahead because he says, when he's gone, do not relax. It's time to apply the inheritance tax, right? And here's a little list of the taxes that they have control over and could, and, and could alleviate the burden on you people. The accounts receivable tax, the building permit tax, the CDL license tax, cigarette tax, corporate income tax, dog license tax. I better speed this up. It might be a while. Excise tax, federal income tax, federal unemployment tax, fishing license tax, food license tax, fuel permit tax, gasoline tax, currently at 44.75 uh, cents per gallon, gross receipts tax, hunting license tax, inheritance tax, inventory tax, IRS, IRS interest charges, IRS and IRS penalties, taxes on top of taxes. Liquor tax, luxury tax, marriage license tax, Medicare tax, personal property tax, property tax, real estate tax, service charge tax, social security tax, road usage tax, recreational vehicle tax, sales tax, school tax, state income tax, state unemployment tax, telephone federal excise tax, telephone federal universal service fee tax, telephone federal state and local surcharge taxes, Telephone minimum usage surcharge tax. Telephone recurring and non-recurring charges tax. Telephone state and local tax. Utility tax. Registration tax. Vehicle sales tax. Watercraft registration tax. Well permit tax. Workers compensation tax. A well permit tax. You need a. That's what. Why do they you? Have a tax for you everything. need. You need water. So if you want to. Drill a well to get the water that you require. You gotta have a permit, which is nothing but a permission to drill a well on your own property, so they tax. can tax it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. And I have received a letter from the IRS saying that they would like my records from 2009. I guess I'm going to be audited, or I'm going to. They're saying that they can't find my records. I don't know about all that, but if anybody out there is listening, what's the first step I should take? What's the first step I should take? You know, uh, how, how do I go about this? How do I, you know, what's the what's the, simple? There is no ta there is no uh, law saying you have to pay income tax. No, that's not true. There's not a law saying you have to file a 1040 form. No, I don't think there's a law saying you have to pay income tax. Really? Yes. Uh, see, y'all, uh, I really want to well, learn more about this. by IRS agents that have come out of the woodwork and flipped the switch on them. And when I call them, I think, I think I'm going to record it. I think I'm going to take my phone. <laughs> That'd make a good podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, y'all, listen. Listen <laughs> to me. Vital to the, the EZK compound battle stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Yeah, Come we're, on we're, <laughs> <in>. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think when I make the phone call to them, because they say contact them for further information, I'm going to contact them for further information. I'd like to have some facts and 
you know, in front of me um, exactly what um, – Man, sorry about the clicking, folks. We're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of that, all right? But uh, I wanted to know like what I can say and what I can't say to him, you know. But I'm gonna record it and I'm gonna tell the lady. I'd like you to know that you're being recorded. I ain't gonna try to be Sarah Tip, Sarah Tip, whatever that word is, Sarah Sarah. <laughs> I ain't gonna be sneaky about it because <laughs> I really like to find out about it, you know. But I think I got a way to figure it out how I can record it and get a pretty decent recording. So we're going to take it from there. And, you know, if any of y'all have any ideas, man, contact us through our website. Um, our, our, the email to to this podcast is on there. And tell me what y'all think. What would be the first thing I should do? You know? Definitely. Anyway. The IRS is on our backs. That ain't good. That's not good, you know. But you know, it's so funny too I because had a run in with the IRS it didn't end pretty. It didn't end pretty, huh? Didn't <laughs> be paying a lot of money. Uh, well, you know that that's the weird thing about it because I'm not. I, I don't really feel all that intimidated by them yet. You know, you get a letter. All right, whatever. You know, it's like please contact us before we have to proceed with with a civil or or a criminal blah 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 you know please contact us whatever yeah, they, can, they can put a um a lean. Call, lean on your paycheck or whatever i know which is just wrong yeah Without you doing anything they can just take i know your money. so i need to contact them before <laughs> before they put a fucking hold on my nutsack Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're gonna squeeze me, man. They're gonna squeeze me. I know what they're <laughs> gonna do. They're gonna try to, you know. Uh, I don't want to give away too much details about. Yeah, they're gonna that. harass you, and it's a, about how much you can take. Right, it's That's intimidation. It works, right, All right, it's intimidation. It's coercion. It's force. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's it it's protection money. Yeah, like the mafia. And shit. Right, you pay us, and we'll leave you alone. And I don't really, you know, and, I, and uh, hey, and for all of y'all wondering, yes, I paid my taxes. I paid taxes in that year. I think what they're saying is I didn't pay enough. Extortion. It's extortion. Exactly what it is. And that's what protection God money is. Zombie IRS. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, IRS. <laughs> Fuck you, ATF. Fuck the income tax. Yeah. You know, I will do what I got to do to make it right. That doesn't mean I got to agree with it and I'm going to do it, you know, freaking like a one of the other little sheeple out there. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> God. Anyway. Got to get that tax. Keep you in line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me give a shout out to uh, pulpas.com out there. Spell it. P-U-L-P-L-E-S-S dot com. Y'all check this site out. It's pretty freaking cool. Uh, it is the World Wide Web Gun Defense Clock. Really? It goes on to say that every 13 seconds, an American gun owner uses a firearm in defense against a fucking zombie. <laughs> oh. Zombie attacks stopped by guns this year? Tell me. 3,913,654 up to this date. Want to know more? According to the National Self-Defense Survey conducted by Florida State University criminologists in 1994, the rate of defense gun uses can be projected nationwide to approximately 2.5 million per year. One defense gun use every 13 seconds. Damn. Anyway, check this out. It's a really good site with a lot of um, detail broken down, uh, numbers crunched for uh, how guns make us safer. Pulpless.com, y'all. Check it out. I haven't even went there yet. I, I've been meaning to. You told me about it like yesterday, I think it was, and I didn't get a chance to go there. Sorry about that, folks. Ow. Damn zombie click. Ha. Ah. We'll have to delete that out. Uh oh. You know what time that is. Oh no, why are you ready? <laughs> when zombies attack. When people. zombies attack. Well, we got another special episode of Zombies Attack for you. Yes, we do. Go ahead. Always go. 
We got in like 20 minutes. I got it. I mean, 20 seconds. I got it way down. Can you pause it? No. I'm going to keep it in the background real low. Go ahead. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> SSRI stories. Remember? Yeah, but it had that, a little that, slogan, the little saying. Oh, was important. oh, here, I'll look I it up. I wrote it down. I'll look it up. Special segment of uh, When Zombies Attack. Here is uh, anybody that wants uh, some real zombie stories, go to SSRI Stories. Any depressant nightmares. Dot com. We speak for the dead to protect the living. Is there a slogan? Um, y'all are going to flip a fucking biscuit when y'all see this site. Because uh, it is a fucking muck yeah, this is with like, zombie stories. It's kind of like a follow-up to us ranting about it a couple of podcasts ago about the problem with SSRI or, or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. inhibitors. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Just talking about anti-anxiety medication. And uh, anyway, just go check the site out. Need... I, I don't need to say more anything else on it. It's just uh, forty seven hundred news stories with full media that's articles. Four thousand seven hundred <laughs> full media articles available. Like they link to the actual stories. Yeah, like including uh, the one Port St. Lucie kid that you were telling me um, about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, th- that happened right here in the town that we live in. And it made Fox. I saw it on Fox News. It was uh, mid July, July sixteenth, yeah. I believe it was. Tyler Hadley. Yeah. He, uh, I guess he beat his mom and dad with a hammer and had a threw a link up on Facebook saying he was having a party that night, and all these people showed up, and he had a party while his mom and dad <laughs> were buried under books and and blankets and stuff in the bedroom. Yeah. He really? got he got all he got off his meds. Quite the zombie psychopath there. <laughs> And uh, I was astounded to see Columbine on the SSRI stories. They didn't really talk too much uh, about Columbine. Yeah, I didn't. Know, I, I want to dig into more of that because I didn't know if those guys actually went out and uh, when and everybody knows what what well, forget Lee Bold and whatever right. whatever their names were. I, if they were on some sort of medication like that and got off of it, that should be the angle. That should be the story. You know? Yeah. I think a lot of gun activists uh, and anti-gun people try to make it look like it was a gun's fault. Hey, people, <laughs> fucking guns don't kill people. Stupid kills people. Exactly. <laughs> and zombies on uh, SSRIs. <laughs> exactly. So y'all uh, go check that site out because, like I said, we found it and we couldn't believe that there was such a, an uh, extensive list it, it, it ain't just it ain't just um, here in Florida. It's uh, it, it's all over, all over the, world. the world, and it ain't even just murders. It's suicides and death by cop, and oh my god, and a, uh, assaults shit. and just crazy like all these crazy stories of these Mom's zombies killing their babies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean injuring their babies. Uh, all all kinds of crazy stuff. But you got to be a fucking zombie if you want to go out there and. Suicide by cop yourself. Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't. Or, or either cop hater. It, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Nope. All right. Hey, y'all. I'm going to talk about. You going to play us out? Yeah. And that wraps up our episode today for a zombie's attack yeah. in a big way. Damn, I better come strong after a beginning like that, huh? Right. I want to do a little gun review about the Keltec P11. All right? I got it right here in front of me, people. And I'm telling you, I love the gun. It's $250, and it's well worth it. Mine's all beat up. (laughs) (laughs) The finish is off of it. And... But 
and I got none of the none of the uh, specifications. Uh, none of them. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. I don't need them. You gonna put a picture of it online? Maybe. I ought to take a picture of mine because it's so nasty yeah, that's what looking. I'm you gotta take a picture of it. Yeah, that thing is nasty looking. Look at that motherfucker. <laughs> it is cruddy looking, man. It is cruddy looking, but it man. won't stop, man. You can't kill that gun. Nope. It's uh, my finish is all off of it. We're gonna we're supposed to be redoing the finish on the slide, but right now it's half on and half off. But it still fires like a champ. It holds ten ra- ten rounds in the magazine. And you put one in the chamber for 11. The cool part about it is it actually holds um, Smith & Wesson magazines. I can't remember the exact model of the Smith & Wesson that it holds. But I have some magazines here that are 15 rounds that I can put in it. And you put a little sleeve on it and it makes you an extended grip on it. But um, it's hard to carry that way. I take that when I just go to the ranch. I don't have to reload as much, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd usually carry the ten rail magazine with the has a little pinky extension on the bottom and I know it has a three point one inch barrel. How about that for a specification? That's a good one. And here's how much it weighs. I don't freaking know. It's light. <laughs> it's <laughs> you know? small, y'all. It's a concealed carry gun. And it comes in nine it is millimeter. Specifically for self defense. It is not for uh, target practice. It, no, because you can't really hit shit with it. <laughs> if, if it ain't within about 10 feet of you. You know, that's just the way it is. Um, it has a long, nasty-ass, double-action uh, trigger pull. pull. Ooh, boy, that, and you better have a strong finger. <laughs> yeah, your booger hook better be uh, strong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Ooh, I dry-fired. But, uh... I love the gun, and I will tell you why. Because it's two hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> and it's Keltec. Yeah, and it's no. And I fired this thing a whole bunch of times, and it, it, I've never had a problem with it. And I and I have the utmost confidence that if something went down, that it would work. It also has, you know, it is a double action only, and it is a long nasty trigger pull. But if something happens and the primer don't go off, it does have double strike capability. So I can pull the trigger and bang, and nothing happens. Oh, shit. Pull the trigger again. Bang. You know what I mean? I might get a good strike with the second one. If not, I'll have to do the old tap rack and tap rack and, and tap rack ready, you know. But did I mention it was $250? Did you mention it was Keltec? <laughs> yeah. Keltec. That's K E L T E C. Yeah, and they're out of, uh, what, Cocoa Beach? Cocoa Beach, Florida. And, you know, this is the P11. And that they can't, now Caltex came out with the PF9. Yeah. And it's a single stack, the PF9. It's a, it's a lot smaller than this one, and it comes in 9mm. Sweet gun. And I shot it. And I'm telling you, it'll freaking numb up your hand real fast. That shit is snappy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't seem to have that same problem with this P11. It's got a double spring in it, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's got the nested uh, recoil spring in there. Not to say that there ain't kick with this gun, because there is, because it is so small and it is so light, but it's manageable. Where I find the PF9 when you shoot it, it it, it isn't that manageable. And but the PF9 is even smaller. Caltech one, you know, with their nine millimeter went even smaller with the PF9. I prefer the P11 with the ten rounds because it's small enough, especially here in Florida. You know where you're, you're. You dress light a lot of times, and it, and yeah, we can get into the classic debate: forty-five versus nine, or forty Smith and Wesson versus nine millimeter. Uh, you don't think you're gonna find a forty-five that small? No. You know, and and if I lived up north, I might carry a freaking full-size nineteen eleven. You know, with jackets and coats, and you know what I mean. But I'm, I I don't have the luxury of putting all that cover over my firearm so yeah but with that new law you don't have to keep it completely covered up so yeah but then you know i hate wearing shorts with a big not uh, a big 45 on your belt and it's like uh you know let's just keep it simple because sometimes keeping it simple is better you're right about the new law and it, and it makes me start second guessing some of the decisions but here's the deal i've been carrying this nine millimeter for for a long time now and it, it suits the purpose i never feel undergunned with the 10 rounds you know 
And if we find something better, we'll do a review on that. <laughs> but for now, I think uh, that's a pretty badass gun right there. It is. You know, but yeah, you're, but I'll tell you right now, <clears throat> you'll have a hard time with that trigger pull shooting something out at, you know, 30 yards. You know, you're not going to, it's not going to happen. 20 yards, it ain't going to happen. No, if you do, no, it'll be luck. But most, you know, critical situations are going to occur, you know, within arm's reach. Yeah, and, within 10 feet. Yeah, so I feel confident with this in my hand. And it fits the hand good, and it's got just enough weight to manage that recoil. And people, I'm telling you now, uh, Keltec is sometimes underrated in the gun world. They come out with some pretty crazy ideas, like their PMR-30, which is... 22 magnum that's a uh, uh, <laughs> I know 30 rounds in your hand of 22 magnum in the KSG yeah the shotgun yeah oh my god it's it's double it ain't a double barrel I'm getting a hard on hold on it's <laughs> it's not a double barrel it's a double magazine barrel <laughs> yeah it's a single barrel but it's got like a d- two, two, two feet or two, two feeder tubes so you can feed it uh, different types of rounds. You can mm-hmm. have defense rounds or uh, just stopping rounds. A bird or, shot. Uh, non-lethal rounds. Yeah. You know, anything you want to uh, put in either tube, alternate, whatever. It, it really kind of frees you up. That's a cool uh, shotgun. But they, they've had a few um, setbacks with the first run. So, But I think they'll get it right here soon. Yeah, and I heard they did, and that's what. Here's what I love about Keltec. Keltec's awesome. That yeah, they put out these guns that are a little. Uh, they're not. What like the PLR sixteen? The PLR sixteen is a fucking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, if y'all don't know what the Keltec PLR sixteen is, is basically they. they it's, 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 it's PLR AR stands for pistol. pistol. It, it stands for pistol long range PLR, right. and that's all it is. It takes the same magazine as my AR fifteen. Yeah, and it's like here's what you do: you go ahead, buy nine yourself, inch barrel, buy yourself a PLR sixteen, get a Mikulek, um compensator, compensator, and just oh my god, you're in for a treat. Yeah, you figure it would have all kinds of recoil, but it don't. And you, you can shoot it one-handed. My brother was up there dual-wielding that bitch in South Carolina <laughs> because I got one and Shooter Dan got one. My brother takes a one in each hand, and he's out there. Bah, da, 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 da. He's like going, a machine gun. You're dual-wielding motherfuckers. <laughs> he was dual-wielding like some off of a movie, man. We were having fun. <laughs> oh, we'll have to do some uh, put up, post some videos. Oh, Lord. That, that would be good. And here's what – anyway, back to Keltec. And then they came out with um, – Oh, what's that 308 that they came out with the bullpup design? I forget the model number it's, of it. So. Um, something 2000? No, that's, Sub 2000? No, something? that's different. That's something different. They came out with a 308 in bullpup design. Uh, and Shooter Dan's looking it up real fast. And it's a badass gun, man. Um, it actually ejects out of the front. And it's kind of. Uh, and, and this is, again, this is Keltec coming up with. You know, I think some of their designs are awesome. Some of them work. Some of them don't work. They're they're always at the head. Uh, uh, the RFB. RFB. That's yeah. it. Yeah. The RFB. Um, they're always at the head of innovation, and yeah, they make the little P32s and and the P11, which I talked about. You know, which are standard little carry guns. You know, but now you got the RFB and that. 15 rounds in that shotgun, uh, the KSG, the PLR-16, which is nothing but a 9-inch barrel AR-15 with no buttstock, basically. But one of the cool things about it, that PLR-16 is it's uh, it actually has a uh, – it ain't direct impingement. It's, du- it's piston-driven, um, which is wh- – People, they don't get the credit. You know, I remember when, uh, who was it that came out with the one of the first ones that got, that Ruger. Ruger came out with that piston-driven AR-15. What was it called? The Ruger 5.56? Yeah. Yeah, and they got all this credit. And, the, and the, you nice know, gun. And, and all, it's a nice gun, you know, nice yeah, price. It's a little pricey, but, you know. <laughs> But that. That's the thing about Caltech. You ain't going to find too many Caltechs. You're, you're getting your money's worth, definitely. Yeah, it. it when when Ruger came out with that and they got all this press release about this new piston driven AR fifteen and this is the new way it's gonna be and blah, 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 blah. well Caltech already had their PLR sixteen out. You know? I don't know. 
And here's a, here's another thing that I really do like about Caltech in and of itself is uh, the fact that when you get one of these P11s, <laughs> it's kind of like a a tinkerer's gun, you know. It ain't gonna have the yeah. You can polish the. Uh... Yeah, you can do all kinds of like it ain't coming from the factory like a like a an H HK or a, you know a six hour you know it's mm. it it it's not going to have that kind of finishing detail you know but you can ma- do that yeah and it's, did I mention it's two hundred fifty bucks so if you <laughs> screw it up you're like damn I screwed it up but you're not screwing up something really bad but that's how they keep their costs down by keeping some of the some of those details down you know yeah. And so they can keep innovating like they have with their PLR-16, their, uh, what was it, what was it? the, the KSG and the RFB, yeah. Sub-2000. And if y'all know about the Sub-2000. Oh, my God. Caltech makes a Sub-2000, and, and it, you know, and you look at it, and you kind of scratch your head at first because you're like, what? Because it actually folds in half, and it... Doesn't it shoot nine millimeter? Nine or forty. Right. And it takes Glock magazines or Smith and Wesson magazines, which are you know, readily available. So it takes these magazines that are readily available. So you could actually have like a, a Glock nineteen shoot nine millimeter and have this R the the sub two thousand folded up in your backpack because it, it folds up to like sixteen inches, right? Or something crazy like that. I don't yeah. I don't have the specs either. But you throw it in your backpack but if something goes down and you need a little longer range shot, you pull that baby out and just take your Glock mag and stick it in there and you're ready to go. It's kind of a really cool idea the way they did it, you know. Oh, and that's another thing that RFB takes uh, uh, FAL mags, you know. They always incorporate something that you can get your hands on for magazines, for extra, for extra magazines. It's really a cool deal. So Keltec is, is one of the leaders in innovation, you know, but they get a bad rap sometimes because <clears throat> they are innovating and they are trying new things. And sometimes their things work and sometimes their things require a little refining. But a lot of us guys out here, like I know like for myself, I like the unrefined gun when I get it so I can refine it myself. I can polish my own feed ramp. I can polish my own barrel and do my own little work to it to make it work, run better. You know what I mean? Right. But they, yeah. So anyway, that's my. I don't even know how I got talking about all the other Keltec products. Because we love Keltec. <laughs> yeah, I just like their whole ideas. Anyway, for two hundred and fifty dollars, you get a lightweight nine millimeter. Bottom line, nothing fancy. Fourteen ounces. Nothing fancy. Is that what it is? Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, he wouldn't look the specs up. I don't know what it is. I know it's light. <laughs> Fourteen ounces ain't heavy. y'all that was the gun review (laughs) nice nice job so anyway check Keltec out man y'all y'all on a real uh, tight budget you can't beat it you can't beat it they got some other ones too they got uh, just gotta go look at their whole product line the PMR uh, 30 oh shit yeah it's a 22 magnum and it holds uh, 30 30 rounds yeah. yeah it's pretty cool yeah, Danny's been drooling over that one for a while. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll come out with an extended check, barrel so you can put check us... Check out the YouTube videos on it. You'll be drooling over, too. Yeah. Anyway, so just to recap a couple things, you guys. If anybody knows what, what, what my next step should be with, the, with my oncoming collision with the IRS, let me know. And go like our fan books page. And send in some comments so we can uh, touch base on it. Yeah, and some we got some ideas for some upcoming shows where we'll be more energetic a little bit. One of them is about malicious. We, you know, we we've really been talking about that uh, behind the scenes a little, like what what they are, what they're not, and we have a we have one of those shows coming up. Well, what other ideas do we have for shows coming up? I forget that was one. I just remember the militia one. I think that's going to be the next one. Maybe, maybe so, the next um, one. Yeah. Send us some ideas, you guys, so we can have something to talk about. Oh, I remember. 
I remember okay. one. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, all right. I am so far behind in my zombie movie watching, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. You know, uh, if anybody's got any good ideas for me to watch movies, I know Chris Zump told us about. Told, well, Danny first mentioned on, I think, the last podcast. Yeah, Black Sheep. Black Sheep, which was coming in the mail. And I want to watch and, that and one. And then you caught hell. Then I caught hell from her, from Chris Zump <laughs> on Twitter. She was, she was going. What's up, Chris Zump? And, and if y'all don't know, Chris Zump uh, has her own website. AKs. And Cupcakes. Yeah. It's, and, it's pretty cute. Y'all love it. Yeah. And she is a fellow zombie uh I heard that she out there. I heard that she has a uh where's she located out of? I think Pennsylvania. Yeah. But I heard she has a a zombie groundhog after her. <laughs> <laughs> yes she does. Yeah. Imagine that. Anyway, stay away from her zombie and groundhog. Y'all go read her blog <laughs> and you'll find out the story behind the the zombie groundhog. Blink in the head at 70 yards. <laughs> and then uh Anyway, she told us about one dead snow, I guess. See, I am so far behind. And when I'm, well, I, I guess that's a real popular zombie movie. I don't know. I've never seen it. So I haven't seen that one. Haven't? So when, if y'all got any good good zombie movies y'all recommend, you know, email them to us. You know, that's lozpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also, the same loz podcast at gmail.com is a way to contact me if you've got information on what I should do about this IRS situation that's forthcoming. And what else is there? That's about it. That's about it. And y'all remember, if you don't know your rights, people, you don't have any rights. Fix it. If you hear any clicking in this episode, we're going to fix it, alright people? Later.